Attention all halfway decent residents of Sequoia Waste. It's your mix master of the mix, Coltrane Miles, hopped up on Hot Brown and Spite and making it your problem. And you're listening to Dead Air Radio. So check it. I'm sure you guys have seen outside and... Yep, still horrible. But, as much as that sucks, you should probably know the breadth of the bullshit that bears down on you. So buckle up, chuckle fucks, because we're getting into the news. Alrighty, folks. Settle in, cozy up, because old Coltrane's going to go the extra miles today. We have a bit of a special and a touch of a history lesson on Felvik's hosts and what exactly they are. If you've been in the Sequoia Wastes for more than 20 seconds and can see more than 10 feet ahead of you, you've probably come across the ambitious campfires that used to be people's settlements and homesteads that got upgraded to graveyards when our resident fanatical fascist fuckfaces put the torch to them. However, I'm getting reports of people confused about that weird symbol put up on flags or painted on rubble of a gold skull with pointy teeth. Is it a new sect of Final Nights? A whole new group, entirely, similarly dedicated to ruining everyone else's good time? Did Raiders find the youth section in an old Sesta Mall? <gasps> well, don't you worry, nonchalance. You got the KCMC to set the record straight, and damn if that ain't all I do. Now, you see, the bipedal pieces of shit that have been running around raiding towns and declaring war on anything that has the face to look at them funny are a flock of fascist fucks referred to as Felvix Host. These absolute darlings are the unfortunate echoes of a bygone conflict, coming back round like a backed-up toilet. You see, way back when, during the first Final Night War, Felvik gathered a group of Final Knights that wanted to fuck shit up, whipped them into a frenzy over the injustices of the RECC, and went and blew up the Fortune Casino. Now, if our folks at home are celebrating, I can't quite blame you. I got no love for the RECC and their ivory towers, but this was far from an act of charity or revolution. It was a grab for power. He and his cohort, a few trusted buddies of his, knew the pureblood families kept most of their riches in vaults maintained by the Fortune family, and without access to some of their more powerful means of influence, their rebuttal would be weakened. And with that, started a long and bloody war. Felvi gaining influence and power as the voice of the people, fueling the fury of the downtrodden disenfranchised, and pointing at his political enemies. Meanwhile, he set his plans on something higher, starting to preach that the RECC was only the first step in something that would be a great upheaval. People put him on a pedestal, started saying he had strange and incredible powers, started saying he was immortal, and he seemed to start to believe it. As people stroked his ego, he had a golden mask with a faceplate of a skull with pointed teeth, and his father was fucking ate it up. People deified him. And it was around that symbol, and about that time, that they started calling themselves Felvik's host. Wholeheartedly believing themselves to be the hands and will of this megalomaniacal man in a mask, things started kicking up to a fever pitch, and then... Velvet died. There are conflicting reports on how it happened. Sure enough, the RECC took credit for it, but with their leader suddenly gone, the host began to lose his cohesion. Marcel Windfall laid out the plans, which to this day astounds me. I mean, have you seen the guy? For a couple of decisive battles, and suddenly, the final night war was over. Hail to the chief, all is right with the world, as the RECC uses their influence and the chaos to affirm their hold in the Sequoia Wastes. And then, a few years back, well, you all know what happened. For whatever reason, and however Petrus did it, Felvik came back, and the whole thing picked up like it had never ended. However, with the big chunk taken out of the final nights of the area, and his followers few and far between, Felvik was in need of an army. And, apparently, he could just make one. Whatever amount of time he spent in the ground, he apparently figured out how to pull specific people out, and went about making deals for loved ones in exchange for loyalty. Soon enough, when he had enough people... He began offering protection, that he could reunite people with their loved ones and they could be safe in Voidig of Gans while they fought this war. Nowadays, most people don't even get that option. It's join or die. 
Velvet can make you live forever, and in the brave new world where he's God Emperor, you want to be on the winning side before it's too late to join. Or so the rhetoric goes. While I don't know of any Final Knight that hasn't thrown the lot on with Velvic, not all of his followers share in that specific religious persuasion. Some people are crazier, and believe Velvic to be the 34th Inferno. Some have separated entirely from the Knight's faith and believe wholeheartedly in just Velvic. Other people are scared, or cowardly, and threw in their lot with a monster and mass murderer because it was the safest option at the time. Others did it because it was easy. Some were conscripted, and don't believe at all, but when the raids came and their choice was atrocity or annihilation, they chose to bend the knee and take lives rather than lose their own. Despite all of this, it seems Felvic has taken a shine to the old name, and anyone who serves under him, regardless of their vehicle of persuasion, are his host, the hands that carry out his will so they can get the stains on him. So, that's the story, folks. These flags you're seeing are nothing but the result of some old-school rebranding for the continuation of Felvic's plot for World Conquest. Any 33s or 34s are just part of the greater whole that marches to your doors as we speak. That is, unless you live in a casino, where the doors are heavily guarded, probably about 12 tons, and all but invulnerable to unwanted egress. And hey, if you do live in a casino, you probably think that you did us all a great favor by pulling down the paywall to fight for our fucking lives while you cozy up in your fucking towers and watch the fireworks from bulletproof windows, thinking you did your part while you waited out. Coincidentally, you are also cordially invited to suck my ass, you blue-blooded cowards. I know, I know. Coltrane, get on with the shit that's happening today. I want a recent events, not a history lesson. Yeah, keep your pants on. Your excitement's showing. That's all for right now, and I've been yammering on long enough. I'm Coltrane Miles, and you've been listening to Dead Air Radio. Your eyes and ears bringing you what you need to hear in this hellhole we call home. Now let's get back to the music. Up next... Muggsy Spain is ragtime band crooning on how we're all feeling with black and blue. <laughs> 